0: Let's go. It's Monday. FT Live. Ron with Todd, Father Pruszynski in Florida for now, although we'll talk about it later. AJ making the trip up to the frozen tundra very soon, so we're waiting for him. Listen, it's cold in Florida, too. My parents are there. What's going on over there? Is it cold by you? Whew. It was yesterday. Tee-off,
1: 8 o'clock, 37 degrees. Oh, wow.
0: Oh my God! Welcome, to penguin degrees. How does the ball travel? New and Florida doesn't right into that. It doesn't. It doesn't with thirty-seven. <laughs> Oof. Mm-mm. Damn, dude. Doesn't
2: doesn't travel, and I could not make it go anywhere because I was not used to that <laughs> atmosphere.
0: Give us a lowdown of what this was, because I, I actually saw a lot of buzz about it on social media. But you are definitely uh, our strongest what celebrity golf tournament specialist. So, what was this?
2: Uh, I played this weekend. Well, it was basically all week. Started on Wednesday in the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions with the LPGA. So mm-hmm. there's about 50 celebrities, 50 to 60 celebrities. And uh, yeah, there we go. There's me freezing. Get it? That was that was Saturday, I believe. Look you know that, what you look needed, at that AJ?
0: Right there. Look yeah. at him. Oh yeah. You know what you needed? Yeah. FT hoodie.
2: Well, I said I don't have one, and (laughs) you yelled at me on text, so what do you want me to wear? wear No, I
0: said T-shirt. I thought you meant T-shirt. I have a T-shirt. I just haven't gotten a hoodie. FT hoodie is coming soon, Wednesday, but go ahead. So,
2: anyway, so there's like – yeah, there you go. There's me and Ray Allen, who I played with yesterday, Andrea Lee, who's awesome. Uh, You get to play with all these guys. I mean, a bunch of baseball guys, guys from all other sports, Uh, Lake Nona Golf Course, which is right here in Orlando, Um, and it's the LPGA – tournament champions only people that have won on the lpga in the last two years are invited so there's me i stole the disco cart i got in a little trouble (laughs) for that one we're not gonna talk about it um but yeah they it's a great tournament every year they've been putting this thing on since brian gay invitational it's been at lake Nona the last three years it's just fun i mean listen you get stars of screen you know brian bumgarner from the office dylan dreyer from the today show michael pena uh you know then you get landon donovan ray allen who i got to play with dwight freeney uh, all these guys from all these different sports and all these different lifestyles. And you just get together and you basically have a week-long golf tournament and you hang out and you get to know them. And it is awesome. Money goes to charity um, and the LPGA wins. And then Jeff McNeil uh, won 100 grand. There you go. You beat Annika Sorensen, Derek Lowe, Mark Mulder. He won 100 grand. Uh, so, hey, he's not rich enough, apparently, because he, now he <laughs> needs to go win golf tournaments. But yeah, it's nice when you look up. You know what was cool it was McNeil. Other than Annika, was McNeil, Lowe, Molder, Smoltz, Whit Merrifield was up there. It was like all baseball players, and then Annika. And you're like, oh, okay, let's
1: go baseball. Wasn't I was watching a little bit. Wasn't there a couple hockey players that did pretty good too? Lowe? Ronick, Ronick,
2: yeah. yeah. Jeremy Ronick's pretty good. Tukaras, the old uh, goalie Dude. for or the goalie for the Bruins. He's pretty awesome. Uh, That's cool. Great guy. Um, Listen, it's just a fun time. I mean, it's people you wouldn't normally get to hang around with. So uh, you just sit down, you know, a bunch of the bachelors. So Scotty, I know you're all into that, you know, Wells Adams and uh, some of those guys, you know, so it was, uh, it's just a fun time. I mean.
0: How did they do, the Bachelors? <laughs> they didn't do
2: so good, but they, I didn't we, don't think talk, so. we don't talk about the end results unless you win like Jeff McNeil. I feel like He's the Bachelor
0: there. half the time, they're like, we have pro football play, and then you look up and you're like, oh, so he tried out once for the practice squad, and now they're calling true. him a pro football <laughs> player. True, true, true. I think that was Colton, I want to say the name was, because people were like, do you know him, and what were his stats? I'm like, well, why don't you look them up? He didn't yeah. play. Um, but anyway, that's cool. I like that. That's awesome. Hopefully, it's. But uh, you know what the best so part, part for me was?
2: For what? Hey, you get you get guys like Aaron Hicks who finished, uh, you know, top 10. Hey, Aaron, why don't you come on foul territory? I don't really know. No, come on, dude. we will be fun. You know, phrase. you know, Kratz, you know <laughs> yeah. me. He's like, no, nah, that's not really my thing doing interviews. I go, we'll be easy. He goes, all right, hit me up in spring training. I'll come on. So we're like, Boom. yes, we've been trying to get go. him forever. There we go. You know, FT regular Witt, I think, finished 11th. Uh, McNeil, who was a regular, but, you know, he'll, he what? said he'd come on hopefully this week. Uh, Pujols was there. He finished Below me, so sorry, Albert. Uh, but you know, uh, listen, it's just—it's just great. I mean, listen, Larry, the cable guy, there? He wants to come on the show, talk baseball. He's a huge baseball guy, so he wants to come on. I mean, you can just—it's just—it's just fun. I mean, it's just a fun week, and
1: look forward to it every year. Do you do you get any money for finishing? It is only first place.
2: Oh no, I, I made some. I made a, I made oh. enough to cover the bar bill for the week. All right, take us, take us to lunch. Right, I wait. think I made. I don't. I don't know the exact number. I made over five thousand. I know that.
0: There you go. Earth, so, yeah. I like it. You're in the money.
2: Of course. Yeah. I mean, every guy, every person gets a, a check of some sort. Right.
1: But you know, you want to finish higher to make more, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's the incentive. You see these golf matches. These guys aren't out of it, but they're like, you got one putt to get ahead of like ten guys, and that's significant money right there, dude. Yeah. Oh. And
0: also, you guys are competitive. Like AJ just said. Oh, sorry, Albert. Finished ahead of you. Sorry, Clemens yeah Better exactly. luck next time aj you know there's side
2: action like you play with, i played with john lester one day we had a little side action Played with kevin millar you get a little i like
0: it. a little, it. A little, juice little side of, action well, going rayon was juice. too good
2: i couldn't bet with him though he's yeah. a good golfer huh oh he was good he's Over. a really good guy too i never i didn't really be, i've been around him before but uh he's 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 pretty good
0: All yeah right. it's an ft recruiting trip on the side too so i like it let's charge the damn mound so After the Josh Hader signing, which happened really right at the end of our show, and we'll go back to that. We've got plenty on it, including um, a conversation with the Astros play-by-play guy, Todd Callis, coming up in a little bit. Um, Robert Stevenson also signed. Some people and teams had him number two on their board right after Hader there in terms of free agent relievers, especially with Jordan Hicks ending up as a starting pitcher with the Giants. There it is. And as John Heyman said, right it reliever is one of the best. So yeah, he is accurate there. Todd father. He is one of the best last year in the second half for 38 and a third innings. He's had plenty of fives and sixes in his ERA in the past. And as a starter, his whole story is shocker goes from Pittsburgh to tampa bay tell me if you've heard this story before <laughs> and he takes off he, he, a, he,
1: he didn't get worse we know no that. he
0: did not get worse he got significantly better and significantly richer so a 235 era in 38 and a third innings 179 era plus which is really good 100th league average right and there you go that's his numbers on the year that you're looking at from jeff fletcher but he was significantly better with tampa bay uh he tweaked his slider he added a cutter used the splitter a lot more so you know, Tampa Bay took him in and said, Hey, you want to make a lot of money? We're redoing this. And they did. So three years, $33 million. And it'll be for his ages, 31 to 33 seasons. Okay. So all sounds great and rosy, right? Here's actually the problem that I have. Hmm. The angels, number one are not close to contention. So spending this kind of money on a reliever in my mind, eh. and then number two, They did this last year with Tyler Anderson coming off a free agent year where he made tweaks. Yes. How did that go? And I will give credit to one of our friends here, Jim Bowden. He pointed it out, but he was like, the Angels seem to be signing these guys off contract years that make tweaks. He goes, here's my problem. They make those tweaks, the league adjusts, and then they're not as good as they were for those 30 innings.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I remember Robert coming up, dude. He was tall, dude. Like, he's tall in stature. We didn't know whether he's going to be a starter or a reliever. Oh, no, I, I say we, like I was the coach, you know? But you were with him, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there when you were yeah. still he, there? was he was, he a, he was younger. He, I never played with him. Okay. But, you know, you, I like to always check the minor leaguers out and the guys that come on the, you know, spring training. He's a, he's a strikeout machine, man, basically. Uh, he throws heavy fastball. He's a guy that's going to get the job done. And it seems like anybody who goes to Tampa figures something out. So if I'm a relief pitcher that struggled last year, I want to go to Tampa for a little bit, <laughs> you know? But, yes, it's a great pickup for them. I don't know. You know, what I, I don't know what the Angels are kind of doing here, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's getting late into this to the free agent season, the free agent year. You got to find a team. So this might was this the only team that was looking at him. I'm not 100 percent sure. But, you know, he's a guy that's going to help you along the way. He's a really good kid. Everybody seems to love him and he's gonna go out there and work his best. Isn't
0: I heard it? I heard and read that almost every team was was having conversations wow. about him. Obviously, the price tag I think for most teams was higher than they thought it would be. Cause you're basically betting on AJ, those thirty innings to be the Robert Stevenson that you're expecting. Otherwise, it's gonna be an overpay. And Hector Nerys probably right now is like, Hell yeah, baby, yeah. I'm about to be so damn rich. That guy,
2: Hector Nerys like, oh, is like this. I've been doing this for years, and this yeah. guy did it for thirty innings. Three years, thirty three million. I mean, I'm looking at his career numbers here. You mentioned fives and sixes. We got a six. We got a four or six. We got a nine. We got a five four. We got a six. We got a three three eight in Pittsburgh, you know, and then five one four in Pittsburgh this year. And then he goes to Tampa and goes to a two three five. I mean, I don't know what they're doing in Tampa, but like Todd said, man, sign me up if I'm a free agent reliever to go to Tampa Bay because, wow. (laughs) I mean, everybody seems to go there and get better, but. Man, three years, thirty-three for a guy that his career is a four-six-four ERA. And listen, he's got a lot of strikeouts, but he also has a big number in another thing. He's got a lot of damn walks too. So he gives up a lot of homers, a lot of walks, a lot of base runners. So you better hope and pray if you're the Anaheim Angels, you know what Tampa did to him and, and how to fix him and keep him right. Because if it not, I mean, you don't want to. You sign three years, thirty-three for a guy with a five? I don't know. I mean, is this a piece for the Angels? Sure. Is this the piece that's going to put him over the top? No. I mean, what, they're at least the fourth worst team in that division right now? Yeah, I mean, good for Robert Stevenson, but man, this is a big deal for the Angels to put throw that money at this guy.
0: But here's the famous hitter question. Ready? So, AJ, let's say you face Robert Stevenson when he's not good. Maybe even as a starter, like Todd said, I mean, he was a big deal prospect with the Reds. That's right, if you go years back, and he's kind of been a journeyman for a while. Okay? Then you face him in the second half of last season, you're like, oh, this isn't Robert Stevenson, but then d- don't you eventually get a book on whatever he is as a new pitcher and you can figure out how to hit him. I'm not saying he's going to suddenly fall apart again, but the chances of him having a two ZRA as a reliever, a low two ZRA, probably pretty slim. No,
2: the most volatile thing in baseball relievers. Uh, that's why the ones that can do it year after year, like Josh Hader, get paid so much. Yeah, Because you, if you look at guys, guys one year can have a four and a half and the next year can have a one-and-a-half, and then you're like, woo woo, they seesaw back and forth because, one, it depends on the situations you're put in, and, two, sometimes you come in and get taken out in the middle of an inning, and the guy behind you lights that fire and gives up all your runs, and you're not even out there. So ERA to me is, is, is cool and all as a reliever, but give me holds, give me saves. Obviously, you want strikeouts, but I also don't want to walk. So I want the least amount of base runners as my relievers out of my relievers as I can find.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like – you know, I'm looking at video here for people that can't see at home. He's kind of got this different approach a little bit. He's kind of smooth as silk. He went to Tampa. All of a sudden, a little more aggressive coming out to shoot like hide. Wham! You know, one of those – I'm not a pitcher, don't get me wrong, but still, seems like it's a little more aggression. That'll dictate guys like, oh, heater's coming. No, actually, boom, here comes a slider or something. So keeping that same path and that same motion with a little more aggression and fire coming towards the batter I mean, that could be a little something that they tinkered with.
0: Okay, and then fan perspective, Todd, Father, if you're an Angels fan and you've been through it for a long time now, right? They have not been a good team for a long time. We, I think, collectively all thought, and you were really strong about this, they should have traded O'Shohei Ohtani at the trade deadline. I think they set themselves back another year or two (laughs) on whenever they're going to get back to contention just based on what they could have gotten for him. Are you satisfied with this? Like, what are you looking for in an offseason from a team that hasn't been able to get over the hump? They just lost their best player and they're not really replacing him much yet. There are some promising young players there, but I'm just wondering. I I like spending money, obviously, clearly, if you watch the show, but is that the right place to spend it on a bullpen? I feel like that's the last piece of the puzzle, usually. You have to have relievers. They actually done three or four other transactions this offseason reliever related like a luis garcia but i'm just like do you need to be winning this bid or do you need to be spending that money so that you don't fall 30 million short on blake snell like if you were in on snell and someone else gets him for 180 and you offered 150 then i'm going to be like shame on you
1: is it a reach i mean i I don't i think it might be honestly i'm not i'm not saying he's a bad ball player at all i don't know what the angels are doing you know i'm very confused i'm like I should – that's why I said it before. If you're going to – you got no one show away. You didn't get anybody back. You got Mike Trout just sitting there at the wings. You could – you got some – you can get back some pieces for him too as well. Like, are you trying to win now? Like, I don't know. I'm like – I'm confused on what they're trying to do here, spending that money right now, knowing that they're probably not going to be that good this year. I mean, that's the bottom line. So, is it a reach to make the fans like, oh, we did something? Or are they they trying to build something in the next couple years?
0: I can't really see a scenario where they make the playoffs this year, AJ.
2: Uh, I mean, I mean, their young players better break out. Shanwell, Ohapi, Neto, because and they need some pitching somewhere. I mean, I know we talked to uh, Detmers the other day, and they have Sandoval, and they have some other guys that, that have potential. But if they're going to jump in front of the Astros, they're going to jump in front of the Mariners, and they're going to jump in front of the Rangers, these guys are going to have to have career years and, and build on what they did last year. But it is a big ask. They need Rendon to be able to play. Not have a bruised shin, broken shin, whatever they want to call it. But I mean, listen, they gotta figure out a way to get better. And yeah, I mean, he's a nice piece. Now, if you listen, if you how how different we look at this though, and let's say he went to the Yankees, or he went to the Astros, or he went to a team like the Dodgers. You'd be like, okay, this is the final piece to them making a run of the World Series. But because he goes to the Angels, you look at like an Aaron Loop and you look at some of the other guys, Noah Sindergarten, some of the other guys they've signed over the years. They every time, seems like every pitcher that goes there doesn't have the same success and and i don't know why
0: all right let's get to that's what he said a little earlier than expected because fans are buzzing about the anthony rendon comments and obviously we got two former players on the show here so let's run through it okay so rendon was on an interview and basically you know said and in my mind kind of half jokingly obviously oh let's shorten the season if there's one thing you could change about mlb the season is too long We have Jared Carabas, friend of the show, quote tweeting and saying, nobody hates baseball more than one of the game's highest paid players who gets paid not to play. And then our buddy, Jonathan Papelman, who is now basically a walking soundbite and a walking uh, viral Twitter man said, I can definitely confirm Karabas here, played with Rendon and literally hates baseball. Yeah, it's long. Isn't that what you signed up for? Just let the team... You, uh, sorry, I can't read. Just, Just tell, tell the yeah. team you want to play half the games and give back half your salary. Okay. So maybe this isn't the person that should be saying this, but also I actually thought it was funny as hell. Because whatever's going on on the field and with the organization is is a mess. And AJ, you know, we had, you were on for the Ron Washington show. Remember, we, we brought him on and Wash is like, actually, funny you mentioned, I'm flying to uh, Texas to meet with Rendon tomorrow to try and get his head straight, essentially, and be like, yo, we need you to play and not have... One guy's saying he's got a bruise, and the team say – or he say he's got a fracture, and the team say he's got a bruise, right? So that's one part of it. The other part is he never does interviews, and I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, it was tug-in-cheek, but it obviously rubbed almost everybody the wrong way.
2: Can we can we play the sound? Because I think we have the clip of him actually saying it. Because it's interesting if you listen to the whole sound. I know what you know, Jared and Pap are saying. But uh, the, the sound bite, if you actually watch what he says – If you
0: could change one thing about Major League Baseball, if I gave you that power, what would you do?
2: (laughs) I'm going to say something very lighthearted so I don't get in trouble when I get to spring training. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to give you all an Anthony Rendon answer. Um,
0: (laughs) The first of the day, hopefully.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We got to shorten the season, man. It's too many dang games. 162 games in 185 three days whatever it is. Man, no. (laughs) We got to shorten this bad boy up. Let's go. Listen, I mean, Todd, you know, everybody says that. Like, oh, man, I wish we But at the same time, like Adam just said, that's what makes this game so damn hard, right? Who can post all the time? Who can post when they're tired? Who can post when they're worn out? Who can show up when they're not feeling 100% and still figure out a way to get out there? That's a big deal. and, And I was told a long time ago, I think Latroy Hawkins told me the best ability is availability, and you prove that over 162 games in 183 or 185 days, whatever Anthony Rendon said. The problem I have with this, yes. Was he joking? It kind of looks like he was, so people might be blowing this out of proportion a little bit, but he's the wrong guy to be saying this after what he's done the last few years without playing. And also, not giving any updates. Remember last year, he wasn't giving any updates on his condition. People were trying to talk to him, and he was – Oh, I'm on the I.L. I don't need to talk to you guys, stuff like that. So to me, it was just a wrong message from the wrong person. Now he totally could have been joking. Fine. Like, great. Ha ha. You're funny, Anthony Rendon. But it was just bad timing and the wrong person to do it for me.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I'm, I'm one of those guys that always said it, too. Like we always talk, like especially when September comes around. It's like, oh, man, if you're not in it, you're like, man, this is just dragging ass right now. I understand where he's coming from. I get it. It is very long, um, but that is the difference in baseball, man. That's why our sport is separate from others. You can't look back on the season and say, oh, man, what if? Well, you had seven to ten games, in my opinion. When I always look back where could it, we should have won that game, and you're out of the playoffs by three games. Well, if you figured out a way to cut those in half, you would have been there. So you can't look back and say, "What well, could have been because we didn't play enough, but yeah. I get it where he's coming from. I think he said it half-heartedly, but I think inside he was a little serious. You know, people say some things, man. And I just people take it to heart a lot, and I, I just think that's where we get away from some things, Scott. And I listen. You know who the person is? He's a. I, I love the guy to death. I got along with him the whole time he was playing. We goofed around a little bit. We joked around about third base. We talked about different hitting styles, how to play defense. I would have loved to play with a guy like that, but. You know, anything he says now, it seems like people are going to are gonna crush him for it. So, yeah, he needs to get healthy and get back on the bump there and then get in that grind, and uh, away we go. But, yeah, at the end of the day, it is long. It is long. I mean, I'm just being truthful. It is long. But that's what makes our sport really fun. Jackson oh, said
0: okay. – yeah, go ahead. Well, what's Jackson said in the comments, out? like, he gets shit for talking. He gets shit for not talking. No, true. That's, but, that's but, him. That is him. That's – everyone that's known him, AJ, you've been around him for years. That is literally how he is. It's not our problem that teams didn't do their mm. homework. I mean, he even said publicly years ago, and he wasn't kidding. He doesn't watch baseball. He doesn't really like baseball. Yeah, he said it after yeah. a game. That's not who you gave 250 mildew or whatever the hell that was. Go ahead, Scott. I'll go after you.
2: <laughs> no, here's the thing, though, that about that, what you're talking about. If Freddie Freeman says this, or Mark, let's say Marcus Simeon came out, he just played 175 games, whatever it was, including uh-huh. every game in the season, and every game in the postseason. Like people are like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he just put his body through hell. But because of what you just said, Anthony Rendon comments in the past, people have always questioned his willingness to play. That's why he's taking so much shit. And I get it. I mean, listen, he probably was joking. He even said half-heartedly this is an Anthony Rendon answer. But when he because he acknowledged that, he knew what he was saying was going to cause him to take shit. He was just trying to cover up for it. So, I mean, listen, is it too long? I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the grind. I mean, when you're in it and you get to about August, you're like, all right, we're at hundred games. We got 62 left. All right. Now I'm down the final stretch. Right. But yeah, I mean, listen, that's again, what makes it special. Cause man, at the end of a year, if you know, if you don't go home at the end of a baseball season and go, man, I am freaking exhausted. You didn't do it right for me.
1: <laughs> and then you think about Cal Ripken, how many days he played in a row, whatever that was. So you get a new, new, you know, perspective on other guys. So yes, of course it is. Um, He's just a funny guy. Like that comment makes me laugh just knowing who he is. You know, that's just the way that dude is. It's funny. Uh, the only I think is, it's funny. And, no, uh, you know, I, I people think people could take that a different yeah, way. Yeah, because people are but taking it. I mean, they, they like Angels it, they, fans are say, freaking out because uh, he's been
0: miserable for them. Like they, they can't really replace him because he he's he cares, you don't know if he wants he to play he or he's gonna like play. The last thing I'll say actually for the player side, I just thought of this is he does set a bad example. Like you signed a guy like that, right? And then owners will go, "Oh, well, I don't want this to be a Rendon situation." It's like, dude, that was an outlier. Like yeah. the, the Angels did not do their homework on the player.
1: And then, the last, and the last, remember he went like five for five and had like the game with the Nationals, and he had like ten RBIs. I don't know what it was. I might be misquoted. I said, oh, how do you feel? He's like, oh,
0: the game was too long. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was like his, his not the, i paraphrasing. Care. Yeah. Yeah. He's Which like,
0: actually made him so good yeah. at a time because he just never was like nervous or anything. And they won his yeah. World Series with him in 2019. God but, bless him, man. Yeah. Full throttle back to that's what he said. Okay. So I know others in the chat have been waiting for this one because I am lost on the Red Sox right now. So we, we have so many good quotes from their, whatever they call it. Uh, Alex Spear um, posting some of them. So how much did the Red Sox offer Yamamoto? And team president Sam Kennedy said, quote, not enough. But Oh, great one. And I'll be all night for your mid-market jokes. Oh, God. I, I'm just <laughs> – listen, some people got arrogance.
1: Some people just don't care. Like, they don't want to deal with the questions, I guess. But, but at least they did them because Papelbon
0: was yeah. the one who was – curating the questions which was an interesting choice which i like there yeah but he'll give him shit though too i mean he wasn't (sighs) holding back and pap did say at the end of the whole thing because they're booing them hard right it's Breslow and it's kennedy and he's like at least these guys are here how many teams don't have fan fest anymore or like aj mentioned earlier they're freaking screening the question they let them rip yeah i think a lot of
1: owners and presidents they really worry about this tax threshold, man. And I think that's the problem. And I don't want to deal with it from hearing from people about saying, well, you should have spent over this team's doing that. This team's doing this. And he, I think he knew he was going to get some of these questions, but to give a two word answer like that, come on, man. I, I feel like that he was copping out a little bit, not trying to do it. And he probably said not enough. And then like next question, you know, so, um, there's other quotes from him Dude, on here too. Go the next ahead. one's I mean, worse. Yeah, go with that, and I'll have my. I'll, question I'll show on you. That. So,
0: so Chris Cotillo, friend of the show, does a great job covering the team for Mass Live. Sam Kennedy expects the 24 Red Sox payroll to be lower than it was in 2023 when it was 225 mil. Tom Werner, who's one of the owners, defended the strategy. "Quote: I think you all know that the prize at the end of the year doesn't go to the team with the highest payroll." which is super ironic because uh, when the Red Sox win, it is because they have the highest payroll. 2018, they had the highest payroll. They won the World Series. They were top five payroll for all four title teams. So do they think that we don't know math? I'm confused. And again, I get it. Like we're not picking on a team that's in the smallest market. Like this team rakes. So when they're saying we're we're cutting payroll after the full throttle shit and they've already been going through growing pains for a couple of years, I mean, are they like kind of side betting with the ownership group being like how pissed off can we get everyone just to fuck with them and still make money? He's trying to defend himself here. I think in
1: my opinion, defending where, all right, now I don't have to spend money. So if I say this, it kind of helps me out at the end of the day knowing that, oh, yeah, these teams didn't win because they spent the most money. So we don't have to. Well, that's not true at all. You have to spend money to win. So that's my focal point on the quote. It's, I don't know, are they fed up? Like, what's going on over there, dude? Just no action anymore. You got rid of Verdugo, which I thought was unbelievable signing. A great athlete. The Yankees have him now. And uh, you picked up Giolito. Okay. But they traded Sale. And they just traded. Yeah, I forgot about Sale. They traded. So Sale for Giolito. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. You don't know. I don't think we'll ever know.
0: I like Von Grissom a lot. So I will give them credit for that okay, trade. Yeah, the asset right. they get for yeah. sale. But essentially, besides Grissom, you look at the offseason and you can sum it up pretty easily. Giolito comes in, sale goes out, and they both have their pros and cons, but you could put them in a similar realm. And Verdugo goes out, Tyler O'Neill comes in. Yeah. I like O'Neill too when when he's healthy think he's got serious potential and and still a young enough player to try and give you at least a flash of what he did a few years ago when he was one of the better players in the league. But We need more. We need to hear more a little bit. And I never say that.
1: I'm never like, oh, I need to hear more from this guy. Because guess what? He doesn't have to say anything. But I would love to hear more about where their direction is, what they're trying to do, why they got rid of this guy. I mean, I
0: would. Well, they faked everyone out because they said full throttle and also – they weren't going crazy the last couple years and no. they've made a ton of mistakes obviously most have right but they're always going to have the mookie bets mistake Yeah, oh, that hurts just looming right over their freaking face for letting someone like that go that hurts and especially when you know we have them on our show i was over here too. Bogarts. remember yeah oh bogards too but see for me the Padres paid stupid money for Bogart's. That sure. was an overpay in my mind. Like, well, I, don't, could, I don't think they were beating they that. Could've they could have kept earlier. him, yeah. correct. Huh. They could have kept him earlier. But the thing is, remember we had Mookie on when, when you and me were here together with Brock Holt. Yeah. Mookie's like, oh, I would have stayed. They just didn't offer me enough during those extensions. and here, That burns Oof, man. right there. Cause each year they offered him more, but he didn't feel like they offered him commensurate to what he should be getting for yeah. an extension offer compared to the rest of the league. Agreed. So, okay. You could have kept them and they screwed that up. So, man, I just think <sighs> when you tell your fan base at the beginning of an offseason, this is it. Yeah. Roll up your sleeves. We're getting involved now. Right. Yeah. And then they haven't done much. And it's not just that. Like, right. there's still a lot of free agents left to be signed. I, I think the Cubs are still going to make some. Pretty significant moves, one or two. I think they'll There's probably a... bring Bellinger back, and they might sign another starter, or another big name. Um, in my mind, I think they got two left in him, right? And Cubs fans so have been many. freaking out. There's the Red Sox so basically many. just told you, like, we're no, we're done. trimming payroll this year. But they're done, so we're not going big on anyone. Yeah. The only thing is, that's a guarantee: is that when you sign a player, any team, you will get a tweet within five to ten minutes saying the Red Sox were in on that player. Oh, of course, they just missed him. Just missed him. They were like right here, and he just took a left turn right at the buzzer. It's not their fault. Ah, What are you going to do? They're pissed, though, and and I get it, you know?
1: Yeah, that's nothing on anyone's end but them. If they want to step up to the plate, they're going to have to pay, and there's tons of guys out there still. Maybe even hundreds
0: of guys. Yeah, there, but they're so. not doing it. I mean, no. they'll they'll probably make another move or two. Some Red Sox fans are concerned you know, they're still gonna subtract. I call them nickel dimers. Yeah, they'll nickel dimer
1: here and, and go from there. And but make... some Sox
0: fans are concerned they're gonna subtract. Like some some Sox fans are concerned they're gonna trade Kenley Jansen and make the bullpen even yeah. a little bit weaker because he costs mm. good good coin right now. That would be interesting. That would suck. Mm. I mean, so you watch more Yanks this past year than anyone else because yeah. you're on yes. When you watch the Red Sox this past season, you're like, this is not a first division team. They're not running no. like that right now. Remember I asked Boone the other day? I said, hey, do you feel like the rivalry is starting to tweak a little? At least if you're just looking at a snapshot of right now where you have more beef and juice with the Rays and Jays because they've been consistently better lately. And, he, you know, the Yanks have beef with both of those teams. I would say yeah. more than the Red Sox right now. There's right been now, yeah. a lot of beanball with those teams.
1: I, I, I think of this. And people bring up good points here as well. Mm-hmm. But imagine, Hal came out and made a comment like this.
0: Priming I mean, payroll. Yeah.
1: Do you understand what'd be in the in the newspapers the next day? Do you understand the people, the the online scrutiny he would get? Wee. It's I, I don't. It's it's a game change. I don't. I don't know. I, ever since they made this tax threshold, it's been different to me. Um, not a fan of it. Pay who you want to pay. Do what you want to do. But, yeah, you're just getting away with it. And it's going to be another year, and that'll go by, and people forget. And hopefully the Patriots get better, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, they suck right now. That's the problem. <laughs> hopefully they're, the Bruins keep going, doing what they're doing. Yeah.
0: Know? Well, some not, baseball fans aren't hockey fans. No, exactly. And Derek pointed out the Red Sox went 9-4 and four against the Yankees this past season. That's fair. No, that's they did. Because the could, Yankees they, struggled. They waxed that, you too. know what. Yeah, they did. But, I mean – the Yankees not the greatest season.
2: team I've ever seen.
0: No, I'm just saying I I, <laughs> I don't I, I think the Yanks are one Blake Snell away from me being like, all right, this team can win a World Series this coming season. Who, who's but the best regardless. team in the
2: American League right now? Astros, Yankees,
0: I Rangers? Say, I would say Astros right now
1: to me after that pickup. Not before the pickup, but now I, I I'm think gonna that go
0: I'm... Rangers one for me. If we're looking at the length of the season plus the well, playoffs. no
1: DeGrom, no Scherzer, no
0: But they're coming back Montgomery. this season, though.
1: Okay, deal. I'm saying they could hit. And they're you.
0: coming off a of World Series, and that lineup's okay, nasty. You gotta and give I it love to Wyatt Langford. got to give it to them. Agreed. So Rangers 1. Okay. I'll go Astros 2, mm-hmm. especially with this hater signing. All right. I will go Orioles 3. I think they're a top-end starter away, which is an issue there, too. But, I mean, that is a young, loaded roster.
1: Yep put it together and then you
0: start to make a lot of debates i think yanks and jays are in a similar category mariners can start to maybe creep into that category as a fringe playoff team yeah. eventually you get to the al central the twins can be in that conversation too aj right. where do you have it so I, I that's like two tiers for me that i basically laid out the top tier mm-hmm. with three the next tier with like four or five
2: i think the, the top tier is for me is rastros rangers yankees baltimore Depending on now, depending on what happens, Baltimore goes out and gets a number one, not Braddish. They could take that step, right? Or yep. Are they going to do it? I don't know. Maybe sign a reliever. I don't know. The Rangers are in a good spot. The Astros now with Hayter in a great spot. And will the Yankees make one more move for a starting pitcher? If they do, I think I think they can separate themselves and it really kind of like you look at the National League. Really, the Braves, Dodgers, Phillies are kind
1: of in a level above everyone else.
2: You could almost have that in the American League, too.
1: Do you, AJ, do you think they need that top dog like a Snell or or like somebody just kind of middle of the road that just gets the job done to make them World Series For the Yankees?
2: Yeah. They have the money to go get Snell. Go get Snell. I I think. I I mean, Jordan Montgomery is nice. But for me, again, we've talked about this. I don't think he's coming back to the Yankees. So I think Snell is the guy you can go focus on. Um, you You got Juan Soto. You got Garrett Cole. You got Aaron Judge. Can they stay healthy? If they do, the Yankees are going to be in it. The, the Orioles are right there, but they need another big starting pitcher. And but Are they going to go sign him? I don't know. Uh, the Astros are right there. Listen, I mean, now the Astros have passed the threshold. Why the hell can't they go sign Blake Snell? Let's think about what they would have. Verlander, Fromber, Blake Snell, uh, Christian Javier, Hunter Brown, whoever the fifth starter is, that's pretty damn good.
1: Agreed.
0: AJ just to get the full scale before we move on from the Red Sox I mean what's the vision here like I'm, I'm actually kind of getting the vibe that they're doing a little rebuild action it's almost like what we saw what was it three years ago for high and bloom where they came in and they were like we're gonna we're gonna kind of reload not gonna be spending at the tippy top of the market And we're going to get some young prospects coming in and build a young core, which actually he started to do a nice job of. They just pulled the plug on that. But then to me, I felt like they're bringing in Breslow. They even said like Bloom wasn't aggressive enough. And it's like, was it him or is he just have to be the fall guy for ownership? And this is exactly why that position is completely disrespected by the rest of the smart people that are in front offices that got phone calls from the Red Sox. And they said, Nah, I'm good because you're gonna freaking roast me. They already did that to Breslow, and they haven't even gotten through the offseason yet. They did the full throttle thing, and then now they're basically telling them we're scaling back and we're kind of rebuilding right now within the division. They've already got him getting booed at their fan event.
2: You guys, you guys, you know, they said full throttle. I don't know if you guys know how to drive stick. You guys, you guys might be too young <laughs> nope. to drive a stick, but it's like if you ever drive a stick and when you first learn how to drive. You have, the, you have two pedals, you have one foot down on the clutch, and then you have the gas, right? So you rev the gas, and you take the foot off the clutch, and that's what makes it go. When you first learn how to drive stick, you keep the clutch down, you slam on the gas, right? And then you let go of the clutch, and the car goes boop. That's what the Red Sox full throttle was. It was like they put the throttle down, let go of the clutch, and boop, it went like four feet and then died because you didn't know what you were doing. So that's what their full throttle has been. It sucks for Red Sox fans. It sucks for Craig Breslow. I'm a huge fan of Craig Breslow, but I mean this is not full throttle to me. This is like popping the clutch and going nowhere.
0: Yeah, that sucks. I feel bad for him though. It's not his fault, obviously, as we know and we try and teach everyone. He well, doesn't didn't they go through like all. seven come people? In and say,
2: didn't they interview like seven people and they all were like, nah, I don't want that job. Nah, I don't want that job. <laughs> I, I mean why? Because they knew the they knew the uh, there was gonna be no payroll, right? They knew that there was gonna be restrictions and that's that's tough to be in Boston and have restrictions like this because the Red Sox fans have come to expect them to sign Manny Ramirez, sign Kurt Schilling, sign Johnny Damon, sign all these big name guys, right? Boom, 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 boom down the line. And now they're like, Oh no, we're kind of like the Oakland A's. We don't want to do all that.
0: Yeah. It's a damn shame. I I feel for Sox fans. Obviously we're, we're here for them in the meantime and we'll see what happens. All right. um, We're going to get to a little slap hands action earlier today. And yes, Rowdy Telez had a uh, little issue. So, He's going to hit us back a little bit later this week. So obviously full transparency. We know Rowdy was excited to to join us. I think he might have had a little tech issue, but we'll get him soon. So stay tuned. But let's slap. No kratz hats today. Kratz gone for a couple weeks I Feel like i'm, I'm so used <laughs> i should to it, have wore a hat doing it um but it did make a little ft appearance late last night on local picks 11 a little sports show oh yeah i forgot to text you about it oh but we did a little the little foul territory talk nice. we talked mets we talked yanks Um, visited the studios there in New York City. Really, really nice spot. They give a lot of love to FT, of course. And I was talking to all the producers there for a while, right before I went on. And they were like, How do you guys get those answers out of Booney? Because we've done what, two or three Aaron Boone interviews now since the show has launched. We just ask. I'm like, We just we just ask (laughs) him. They're like, Do you know him? Like, yeah, we all know him. I mean, he's been in the game for a long ass time. He's worked in, you know, Multiple spots, especially it was on the TV side of things, I think, is. And we were really like them. digging at him. Yeah, some, no, people, it's a some people go on there and they're
1: like, Well, why aren't you starting this guy here? What the heck's your problem? Like, nah, you don't do that to somebody that's one well respected and two has a tough job as it is, in my opinion.
0: But we don't bullshit. We're still asking no. the questions. There's just a way to ask them, right? So, for example, you know, I was excited to ask him about the Hal Steinbrenner, and I knew you missed this, AJ, but like, remember when Hal went on a few months ago and said, hey, uh, there's this new, I'm being a parody of what he actually said, but yeah. there's this new thing called bunting, and, and I talked to Booney, and we're, we're going to bunt. We're going to be a different ball club now. And I asked Booney, I was like, Did you hear about the bunting thing with Hal? And he was like, Yeah, we're not doing it.
1: No, that. I asked him. I asked him. Oh, that was Yeah, him? that was me. Yeah. Okay. I, we started
0: laughing. He's right like, We're was not there. doing that. <laughs> oh, that was good. So those kind of questions I I, I was explaining to the production crew there. I was just like, You ask all that stuff. There's just a way to do it without right. feeling like you're in attack mode. That's mm-hmm. not your that's not how you ask a question if you want to get a good answer. No doubt. Right? No, if yeah. you get attacked on a question, you're gonna be in defense and mode then and you're gonna put the, you're just, gonna put your guard up. Uh, yeah. I, that's what I do. I'd be like Yes. Right. No.
1: You know what I mean? Like, that's natural. And I, I believe anybody can, after you're being attacked for dumb question, I that's just, it's normal
0: to me. And I, you're not
1: obligated to give a long answer after yeah. that.
0: So I'm sure AJ would have been the same way. No? Sometimes if there's a journalist who's, who's in the clubhouse who's, well, sometimes you might bite back. <laughs>
2: <Right>? <laughs> what did uh, Bryce Harper say? Clown question, bro.
0: Yep. Exactly. So, I just uh, felt like here's there was the a thing. way to do it.
2: Most of the time, though, um, used to – when guys would ask dumb questions, I had a good enough relationship with most guys that I – in the media, you get to know them in spring training before. Listen, one thing I was lucky enough, Todd, is I would walk into uh, teams and then reporters usually – like I went with a reputation, so they would be a little bit scared for the first couple of weeks to ask me anything stupid. And then once we got to know each other, like Scott Merkin, who I love to death, was one of my favorites. Yes, in ask, I love Scotty. He'd come in, and after a game, he'd be like, why'd you strike out with the base loaded? I'd be like, you're an idiot, Merk, next. And, you know, everyone <laughs> would laugh, right? Because we had a relationship, though. It, it's So there's times and places for certain things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, sometimes the reporters ask dumb questions. There are times you just want to reach across and just be like, you know, Hey dude, like, no, that's a dumb question, but you can't do that. So uh, <laughs> just move on and, and, and try to make the best out of it. But everyone has
0: dumb questions, even us on the show. But you got to sure. love when, you know, we're not even a year in and people are like, how hey, do you ask your questions? It's like, Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. Well, no, years, you want to know how we ask them? The
2: well. Honestly, we're re- I think this is, this is going to toot our own horns and people will say like, ah, you, but we ask real questions of how we want to be asked questions. I feel like when we get, Because we were players, right? So we know Mm -hmm. what guys will answer to and how to get guys going in baseball because we've all done it for so long and been around it for so long. We know what guys are gonna react to the right way. And that's why I think the interviews on the show are better than anywhere else.
0: Boom, there it is. Good finish. Uh, Great finish. Ken Rosenthal with us tomorrow. We got the Hall of Fame announcements coming up. Aloy Jimenez is gonna join us again. He'll be back. There's a special guest we're working on that I think is gonna get, get on with us, which is very relevant for the Hall of he Fame. He was in the right? golf tournament. Yeah. He was in, in the, the golf, golf tournament. tournament. Yeah, you got a shout out. Give
1: a shout out, yeah. Hall of Fame. You're talking about my buddy, Frankie Edgar, Tom Driver guy, yeah. Hall of Fame in the UFC two days ago.
0: Congrat- nice. Congratulations. Congratulations, Frankie. Frankie. The answer,
1: Edgar. Good show, go, baby.
0: I'll be back with Todd Father here, AJ there on Tuesday. See you then. We've got a new offer for the FT fam with the same bonus code, Foul, F-O-U-L. Bet $5, get $158 instantly. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook app of at least $5, and you'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app, sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account, Place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price, and once you've placed a bet, you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Again, that's bonus code Foul, F-O-U-L. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.